Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. This is our daily meeting. I've got two sections to this meeting. Not sure how... Just know that I love, I'm, I'm a chess player. Well, I play chess with the world. And like any grandmaster, I like to say, stay 25 moves ahead. So this meeting, you're going to hear how my brain works. I'm going to get some superfluous admin stuff out the way to move to the main part of the meeting. First thing I want to do, Deanna, is I want to bring up a law. You hey, should have, you yes. Talking. My friend doesn't know what superfluous means. Sorry. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. This extra stuff. <laughs> See, the problem is I have all these words up here, and they just come out. And at times, Shaker, I'm searching for simple words, but I can't get them. So I'll say vicarious, which is simple for me, but I need to just say indirectly or something like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> Super extra stuff. <laughs> so like that. There you go. Just 
just stuff like that. Go ahead, Satish. <laughs> Antonio, you can uh, you cannot forget that Satish is here in the call. <laughs> and you got four hundred and fifty words or something like that, right? Yes. All right. It's, but my friend, uh, I meant me. That's okay. <laughs> oh, 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 you know I do. <laughs> you know I do. So I just, I'm, I'm not, it's, it's those words. It's those words, 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 words. And being a poet, you know, coming from a poetical background, I like words. But at the same time, forced to acclimate to all these degrees will force you to learn. And then my, my two degrees are only in writing fields. I have, I have, I can literally teach master's level English, at least in, in the Western world. Actually, no, I could do that pretty much everywhere. I have enough hours in English to be able to be a college professor in English. I was a college professor for a little bit, two semesters is all I did. And I realized, but for one, I went from retirement to college professor. Like, listen, I retired and then went to school and then made enough money to retire, then went to college and then jumped out of retirement, went to professoring and immediately knew, holy crap, I really just don't like jobs. I just really don't like it whatsoever. <laughs> so I immediately jumped out of that and started my own online university. That's you're here now. <laughs> End of story. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's what happened there for sure. That's what happened there. Nevertheless, thank you, Satish. Thank you, Fias, for what you're going to do with, with Tempest. She's extremely excited about cybersecurity and she without her there would be none, none of these none of these squares on the screen would be here because she started this company with me and it was just me and her for five years or so that's how that works now start off with law real quick diana his book cover you should be getting it today or tomorrow something like that yes probably today i'm, I'm looking to get both the book cover and Phil and Susan's follow to you today. They both are pretty much done. You just can't see them, but they both are pretty much done. Thank you. And very you much. see both of those. Yeah, both of those in the next 24 to 36 hours. You should see both of those. The only thing that's going to stop me is if I take a nap. I have not been asleep yet. I think I slept an hour, maybe an hour and a half. So I may just crash. I'm not planning the crash shaker, but. My body just may say sleep, and I may just boom, just shut down, and I don't know how long <laughs> that's going to last. <laughs> so, so allow my body to.
to say, shut up, boy, go to sleep. That's going to determine this 24 to 36 hours of what's going to happen there. So that, that would be the thing there. Yeah, well, you know, a nap. Let's see. Job is a four-letter word. Ain't that the damn truth, Jerry? It sure is. It absolutely is. Let me pull up my mean notes here. I just Okay. I've got the book cover for Law. Pretty, Law, I'm pretty sure you're going to like it because we talked about it already, and it's off after the models. You're going to see it's red. It, it, it's exactly like I'm pretty sure. Of course, we can make a billion changes. That's up to you, but you're getting it early. So I see no reason why your book shouldn't come out July 8th. I see no reason or, or you know, whatever you decide. I see no reason for there. Phyllis Susan funnel. I see no reason for that not to happen. Deanna, I need you. I could go ahead and release it now. Serena has approved her video that allows, that endorses the ATS Business University. That's right. Endorses the ATS Business University. And she is going to give a lifetime membership away herself, like her, is going to give a lifetime membership away to the ATS Business University under her name to all of anyone enrolled in Les Brown education. Okay, somebody don't hear how big of a deal that is. That's okay, though. All right, that's a, yes, a huge deal. Antonio, is that for one? Yeah. So is that for what? I heard one. One, one, one less brown person? Each. That's anybody enrolled. All. Whoever wants to, whoever sees her video and says yes, or talks to you and says yes, they will get a lifetime membership. Okay, because I've been talking to people, have Jerry talking to someone today that had contacted me. and Good stuff. I've been working, had been working with and everything. I hadn't told her about this until, you yep. know, we this whole thing. So now I have all these people that I have spent hours free coaching. And you know what I mean? No, no, got you. So basically, here's how that's going to work. They're going to get the freshman level with all its amenities, put ATS, real estate, you know, all, all sorts of stuff. And of course, I've saved it, put it in a way so they get I forget, Deanna has the value. I forget what it is. It's like 45 times. I forget what it is, Deanna. You'll have to look it up for me if you don't mind. The numbers we sent to Microsoft. You don't mind real quick. That whole bundle. But to protect anyone, because what Susan just said, and I didn't think about Susan specifically, but I was thinking about sustainability moving forward. The goal is when they come over lifetime, Susan, doesn't matter who, whether it be for Serena or you, you will get credit for those people and they will go on your success team as well simultaneously. Okay. So if they ever upgrade, you automatically get the benefit from that from a moral standpoint, spiritual standpoint, and a bank account standpoint as well. As you know, four years of, um, or you know what I did with all those people, <laughs> people on the call. Let me don't tell you. You know, and I still, me, I still, when pe I still help people, I will never stop helping them. Good stuff. That's just. Let me tell you what I told Serena. You're going to like this. Okay. Sat Serena down and I said, listen, blankety blank, 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 blank. We owed a lot of money. 
Yeah. So me and you need to sit down <laughs> and strike a deal yeah, we are. so we right. can get a return. All right, then. So I, I knew you I, was going to be proud of that. <laughs> All right. Look, well, I'm going for a return on our energy, Susan. So Jerry can have another conversation with their, I spent an hour on the phone with Jerry yesterday going through, you know, some of this stuff and said, you know, if you want to, I'll do the initial call and then the final sales call you can do. And so, you know, on some of these people that just, you know, I felt ready now with our call yesterday morning that we had yeah. here. So, so now this, this morning, so it's all good. It's all good that we are on the same page. Yeah, yeah, good synergy. Strategic point together and. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so no, 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 you're absolutely right. I want us to, I'm gonna tell you what I did. I was listening to Stuart Wilde's Little Money Bible recently. I'm not sure if y'all familiar with that. It's, it's like 10 Laws of Money or maybe, or it's sometimes called Little Money Bible, Stuart Wilde. I love yeah. Stuart Wilde. Steve, he's from the UK, and Stuart Wilde is it's just amazing. He's 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 pleased with his ancestors now. He's returned to source, so to speak. But nevertheless, he said something. I hear it all the time, but this time I paid attention to it. He was like, you need to ask the universe for a return on your energy. And I was like, you know what, Stuart, you are absolutely doggone right. <laughs> and I started thinking about all the all the energy I've spent down there. Who has not given me a return on my energy? And I called such and such and then struck a deal with Serena. You understand what I'm saying, Susan? And I mean that the way I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what my strategic mind was going to. And I felt confident after yesterday that it was the right time Absolutely. to do that and it it's funny because a couple days before this girl had called me one that i have just helped all these years along with hundreds of others that i felt compelled and then i i kind of talked to jerry about it yesterday and she could you know do a call today so that that all works out um sounds good and we can help these people and and they can really get what they need like yeah. tempest went to the meeting and came away with nothing really. Um, and yeah. now we're going to be able to provide that for all these people. And Absolutely. Aid. And I'll make sure you just tell me anybody that you've talked to and we'll make sure that you get credit for them. Even if, well, you probably talked to everybody, but you get what I'm saying though. Yeah. You know, we'll make sure that you get the proper return on your energy and Jerry and et cetera and et cetera, et cetera. We're gonna make sure that return investment on my energy. Yes. So and we're gonna Serena, make sure that Serena's in our team. Is that it? Serena is I forget where she I don't think she's under Reggie. I, I think she's under Reggie. Oh. She's under Reggie. Okay. She's not she's under Reggie. Okay. Brad's under you. But but don't don't but the the Kind of, it's kind of evened out for, for, for better prosperity for, for all top three. But anybody you've talked to, like Les Brown stuff won't be exclusive uh, to Serena. If you've talked to somebody, they'll, they'll, they'll be under you. So you won't have to worry about anything, losing any return on, on energy. You won't have to worry about that. 
step on her toes. That's why I asked you, you know. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. No, I've got her, I've got her uh, protected under uh, another deal slash agenda. So she'll be just fine. She'll be just fine. Okay. Okay. Right, <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So that's that there. So good. I, I'm actually very glad I brought it up then. Super glad I brought it up. All this is, I was going to say superfluous again. All this is extra, uh, just admin stuff. <laughs> Jerry, I can't help it. Uh, admin stuff, I'm just going to hurry up and, and run off real quick. Well, not hurry, but just, you know, run off real quick. Let me, let me back up real quick. Let me, let me back up and make a statement. Well, not yet. Just, can you remind me, Deanna, to bring up, like, I'm going to move it. Actually, I'm good. I've already moved it twice. You don't have to do anything. I got it right here. Jerron, I want to make Jerron spokesman of Rakeza, real public figure, same thing I'm doing with Sheila Susan, but everybody's different. Everybody is completely different. No one is treated the same because it's not, it's not, a, it's not about being treated equal or differently. It's I'm building around gifts. Sheila Susan, public figures, you're a dominant speaker. You get it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jerry, great salesperson, top of Rakeza compensation plan. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm building around gifts, and it's not a matter of trying to treat people equally. I'm just literally shaping this entire company around people and their gifts. It's just, you know, great, I would say great leadership, but at least innovation, we can say. At least innovation. So um, I want to send Jerron some gear too, Deanna. Okay, so I want to write these down. I'm <laughs> ready to say he's Rakeza security. <laughs> you big enough? That might work. You big enough? <laughs> you big enough? Now I want to say, hey, Deanna, you writing this down? Is that is your? All right. He's gonna. He needs to have a book mailed out to him today. He needs to have a book mailed out to him today, and I need to send him some ATS gear, jackets, shirts, all that stuff. Okay. Got it. All right, outstanding, and I'll I'll make sure I pay for it. Boom, that's there. Chala, I still need to release her interview today. Can we yes. decide on that? Outstanding. Yes. All right, so I released Charlie's interview today. That means you need to send it to me. I don't have it yet. I said Phil and Susan Funnel. I said Law's book. And I, all right, we'll go back to Serena. I need you to write all the script, the, her, the pictures. It's already done. I need you to write the text over the video. So I'm going to send you the video so you can listen to it. And I need you to write the text over the video, the hook story pitch, and then send it to me, and I'll make improvements if needed. All right. All right, so I'm multiplying my time here multiplying my time or, or dividing my or multiplying my energy let's see all of that is the extra stuff that I wanted to say because I've got a lot to, oh let me see you Reggie. let me see you man say something you know, oh, and I did I did say something but my mic was muted. <laughs> yeah I was talking but I forgot that I had to press the microphone that's it that's it that's it. That's Reggie in one one of the versions of our, our new office. He didn't food around and made a whole other building an office of ours. We just don't know how to 
he don't know how to make a stranger. You know, he only knows how to make friends. That's all he knows how to do. That's <laughs> right. Say it again. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Deanna, remind me, because Reggie just reminded me, his presence reminded me that it's Thursday. So all you got to do is just text me Reggie Thursday, and it will keep me. Reggie, you do the same. You, do, you know what I'm talking about. You Because you know I'll forget. You know I'll forget. Not you, but the day of the week. You know that. So you got to tell me. I technically I haven't had a job since 2011. So knowing the days of the week is not important to me. Moving now to the uh, hold on text message. Boom. Moving now to the main part of my meeting. Let me read this stuff. That's really incredible, but if someone over there feels like me, minus the relationship, that experience was disappointing. It was. It, 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 it was. It was. It was. Now, moving to the main part of the... If you're looking for a theme, if this helps you, the future. I'm going to say a lot of stuff, and then you're going to be able to see how my brain works, and you're going to see how I prepare this company, but I'm going to try to do it in a way to where I'm holding a meeting, I'm gonna try to do, I'm gonna trifurcate this. I'm gonna, I'm sorry. I'm gonna do three different things while I thank you. <laughs> you heard try. You was like, yeah, I got it. All right, good, good. <laughs> I'm gonna do three different things simultaneously, but I'm also going to keep them separate as well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna do them at the same time, to where it's one stream of things. And as well, I'm going to keep them separate as well. Here are the three things. I'm going to hold my meeting, educate, and then also present it in a way or hold you accountable for your own business. I'm going to do all three of those. Hold my meeting, educate. I'm probably going to, no, I'm going to educate first while holding my meeting, while holding you accountable. That's the three things at one time. Then I'm going to educate. Then I'm going to hold my meeting. And then I'm going to hold you accountable for your own business. It'll make sense. I promise you. Let's, let me show you how my brain works. Let me, hold on real quick. Let me pull it up on my laptop. Ah, pull it up on my phone. All right, here we go. Essentially, let's talk about the future. I want you all to have this great understanding about how I think about this company and all companies, but how I most specifically think about this company, how you need to think about your book. And from this statement, I'm going to launch into a future that you probably haven't seen, but you should. We offer, we, we, ATS offer a better performance for less money and less effort. I'm going to repeat those three things. Because you should probably, well, you don't have to write these down, but I would if I was you, because from these three things, I'm going to launch into 2191, the year 2191. We offer a better performance for less money and less effort. We bought, we offer a better performance for less money that you can use with less effort. Mayuri, and every day, we will make sure we get better in all three of those areas. That's it, my man. Chris, don't just steal that. Steal the next thing I'm about to say. 
because all that was – that's just the alley-oop. I haven't even thrown it to Dominique Wilkins yet. It's in the air. You know, LeBron ain't put it down in the hoop yet. We offer a better performance for less money, and we (laughs) – he cool with the emojis. For less money, and we make sure that people can use us with less effort. Better performance for less money, and you can use us with less effort. This is why we're replacing universities, coaching, et cetera. And we're going to do this every single day and get better in all three of these categories. Now, Carol, here's the point of that statement. Everybody write Now, this I do want you to write down. Anytime a technology does this, that technology wins, period. Anytime a technology does all three, that technology wins, period. I'll repeat it, then I'll give you historical proof. And I'm going to tell you what I'm doing, and I'm going to tell you what I see, and I'm going to tell you where we're going. We offer a better performance with less money, excuse me, for less money, and less effort, and it's a better performance. So we offer a better performance for less money, and we make people use less effort to use us. And any time a technology does this, it wins. Case in point, the self-drive, no, excuse me, the, the horseless carriage. Who knows what that means? <laughs> Tell them, Jerry. <laughs> uh, that would be an automobile. The automobile. <laughs> and I've said it the way I wanted to say it because I tried to throw your brain back into about 1890, 1900. Okay, I really wanted to do that. I want to, go ahead, Jerry. Oh, you got yourself muted. I say I'm not that old. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't want to throw you back to 1900. <laughs> I just wanted to throw your brain back. <laughs> okay, you, you can stay here. We, we've got work to do with Scotch and Drake. You can stay here. Okay. <laughs> but think about it. I want you to think about this for a second. This is, this is imperative. The horseless carriage, the automobile, offered a better performance for less money with less effort. It was expensive to take care of horses. It was dirty to take care of horses, okay? And it just wasn't easy. But there were were entire infrastructures around this. And you don't have to take my word. (laughs) They might. You don't have to take my word. Law, you're in New York. In 13 years, there's, a, there's photos on the internet. In 13 years, it went from one automobile on the street, all horses, to all automobiles on the street, one horse, in 13 years. The, the staggering amount of disruption and life change that that requires to happen is astronomical. There were no more horse troughs and to uproot an entire society in 13 years and fundamentally change everything. There was no barns, no stables, no hate in 13 years is unheard of. 
but it's happening again. It is absolutely happening again. And if you're in India, you pretty much got a head start. It is absolutely happening again. It's absolutely happening again. The only problem with being in India and having a head start is you're on the wrong side of the head start. India has been bred to be support. I'm not Indian, but I would love my Indian brothers and sisters to stop being support and go to being supported. Don't mind me though. I just know I'm making some sense. Okay. Fayaz, I'm making some sense. It's time to stop being support staff and start being the CEOs that take ownership back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You put it in the chat. Let's take back ownership and be supported. Let me tell you what I mean. So I should be speaking real good right now to my Indian family right now. This sounds real. That should sound real good. That should sound real good. Automation will replace 30% of all jobs in the next 10 years. I can't, I love to say you heard it here first. You have not heard that here first. That's already happening. Automation is your new horseless carriage. You are now on the wrong side. You do know that transportation, like the Pony shipping, the Pony Express, yeah, they, they got trucks now. Even they used the horseless carriage, right? Even the government switched. I need you to think about that for a second. Automation is going to replace 30% of jobs within 10 years. We, ATS, needs to be at the forefront of that. The good thing is I've been doing that, and I've been laying it down to you, but we're going to do it even better. We need to be in the automation, and we need to be in front of that as fast as possible, and we need to not only be in front of the automation, but we need to be in front of the new jobs that come with the new automation. Now, I need to explain all that. I need to explain that to everybody in the same way. Social engineering, excuse me, social engineering has been here since women told men they're handsome. So whenever you think that's the first time that came out, that's when social social engineering started. <laughs> when the women said, oh, you're cute. And then he started building houses and, and caves and stuff. That's what social engineering started, if you ask me, but don't mind me. <laughs> don't, don't mind me. So I, I didn't mean to say social engineering. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I meant social media, okay? Social media is what I meant to say. Social media is, a, is an automated technology. It's pretty much friends on automation. But what from the... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> from the automation of social media... It created new jobs, digital marketing, right? Like, look how many advertising, sales funnels. There's so many different chatbots. It created the opportunity. So while social media would have replaced jobs, the there would be addition of new jobs that couldn't that did like digital marketing wouldn't make sense in 1982. It just wouldn't even make sense. So just it doesn't even make sense. It just doesn't even make sense. It just flat out doesn't make sense. So I want us to take advantage of the automation, be in front of it, but also as it creates new jobs, I want to be the creator of those new jobs. 
And if I can't be the creator of those new jobs, then I want to store the storage of those new jobs. Did you hear what I said? So if I can't own the job, Jerry, I'm going to own the storage. Either way, we owning something. Help me somebody. Well, why is this happening? It's obvious because corporations are obviously going to take an employee that can work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, never take a break that you never have to pay, never have to give a day off, never get sick, never pay vacation, never get old, and do the job twice as fast as a human. That just makes sense. You don't have to agree with me. Just look at how we build cars now. It's pretty much 80% automated, if not 90. You don't even got to do that. I promise you, if you go into an Amazon warehouse while humans are back and forth putting stuff in the, the whatever machines do, that's still mostly automated. And not only is this going to change everything, and I'm going to tell you how, how I see disruption getting ready to happen, but it's going to change everything that you've ever known to think about it, and it's already happening. It blows my mind, Deanna, how many people are still pondering if self-driving cars are the future. Let me break this to all of you. It is not the future. It's been here. It started when you start using GPS in your car. When Remember on TV, we had them, not Charmin, Garmin commercials. It would be on Christmas time, you, had, you buy the little Garmin, you would put it in your thing, you would mount it up, it looked like a police radar if you're from, from you know, and put it up, it navigate you around. Now you got to say, Y'all been using self-driving, but then they put out a car and a car would, it would tell you if you went out your lane and the beep real quick, then also tell you, oh, two coming too close, something's coming too close to do that. Then we went to the cars that parallel parked for us. Y'all remember that? And then Tesla was like, hold my beer and just said, sit back and we just going to drive completely for you because that's pretty much what Tesla did. Every major brand of car has some sort of self-driving. If this doesn't make sense to you, let me tell you. Oh, he said we got a dozen of those in Vegas. Lyft has been t- – Lyft and Uber. And that's who's going to – I'm glad you brought that up, Jerry. That's who's going to benefit from self-driving cars the most, not the car industry, but the servicing of rides industry. Think about it. If I'm Uber and I'm making $3 billion a year while paying employees, imagine how much money I'm going to make when I don't have to pay employees, when I don't have to pay drivers. I'll push that further. Not only is that going to be a big deal, it's going to change everything. It's going to change the fact that a 16-year-old that working at McDonald's is not going to be a regular 16-year-old. That 16-year-old is going to have to be able to operate, maintain, and repair robots that make burgers and fries. That's coming. Imagine being 16 and a job requirement for working at McDonald's is computer programming and Python machine learning. Think about this for a second, because that's coming. And if I got that at 16, guess what's happening? Whoever the older generation is, maybe boomers would be dead and it'd be me. You're going to get caught up because the older generation tends to be most resistant to change. 
So guess what? If a 60-year-old is, is required to program, then if you're older and you don't know how to program, I'm not going to just force you out of retirement. I'm just going to let you go. I'm going to give you a two-week stimulus package, write you a nice letter, and say, hope you land on your feet, <laughs> right? <laughs> just two weeks. Why would I give you two months? It's too much money. All these things are going to change. Here are the industries, and I'm going to tell you that I'm just going to give you a few industries that I'm just telling you they're already dead and people don't know it. Transportation. And please know that I am trying. I'm figuring out, Antonio, how can you get ATS in the transportation? I don't want to do ride share. Actually, I certainly don't want to do ride share. I never wanted to do it. But if COVID-19 taught me anything, I don't want to build nothing that can get hurt by a plague. I'm telling you that right now. Because the more the world gets connected, and I know we can't depend on the plague every two years, but the more the world gets connected, the faster plagues are going to spread. And I'm not trying to build nothing that could get halted by a cough. Did that make sense to you, Grace? I'm trying to make it make sense. If you sneeze and stop my business, I done built the wrong doggone business. Okay? We need something. <laughs> I need something. I need to fix something. Something needs to be fixed. Transportation is absolutely going to die. Jerry brought it up, actually. It, I don't feel bad for truckers who are not working their way out of the trucking industry because you know self-driving 18-wheelers are coming. You know it. It's going to be less accident. Which, which way should truck drivers segue into what type of industries? Because that might be a focus for us. No doubt. No doubt. Fair enough. Let me read you some chat because I was actually going to bring it up. FZ said about the drones. Amazon is going to start dropping drones off at your house. So it's not going to be prime shipping. It's going to be order and a drone will come to you an hour later. Okay? That's I'm telling you it's going to happen because I'm thinking about it and Jeff Bezos is probably smarter than me, maybe, maybe not, but he's got bigger pockets than me. So if I'm thinking about it, then I know he's thinking about it. As far as where truckers should go, I don't want to answer where they should or where they can go. I would rather answer what would I do. I'd rather answer that because there's too many options that they can go. But if I'm in trucking, then the first thing that I would want to do is figure out where do these trucks go. And that's where I would want to do my business at. Not in the distribution, but in the storage. If I don't have enough money to keep driving, so basically trucking is distribution, then I would try to not sign the contracts, but be the, be the signee of the contracts. And if I can't be on the contract side, then I'm on the receiving side. I'm never going to be in the in the, the driving. Phil said it earlier. I was talking well, a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago. I was talking about being irreplaceable and how more educated you are, the harder things are. It feels like, well, it's not just that. I mean, the more the more you get paid, feels like not just that. The also, the more you get paid is how replaceable you are. 
a janitor is easier to replace than a brain surgeon, is what Phil said. Phil was right. Who can be replaced? The containers that the trucks are going to? Probably. The person negotiating the contracts? Probably. The driver? Yes. The driver is absolutely expendable in this situation. In fact, the driver is the largest liability in this situation. And if I want to replace somebody, it's most certainly the driver. And if I could do that with a robot, I will. Because I don't have to pay the driver and I ain't got to worry about no accidents. And then I'm slick enough. Now, this is just my capitalistic side. We get into a robot accident. And I'm going to be like, hey, lawyers, get me out of there. And I'm the lawyer, and I'm going to say, well, you can't charge my client with negligent homicide or manslaughter or something and say, why? Why can't you? Because the way the, the, way the definition of manslaughter is. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mexit News. It's, it's for humans. And this is a robot. And robots can't be charged. Now, that's terrible that I'm saying that. But I think you get the point. The point is, it's going to be some slick snake god, you know, snake salesperson that's going to figure out <laughs> in a $5,000 seat how to get their people out of lawsuits because a robot is roboting or something like that. Okay? Oh, Lord. this. Okay, Tempest, I'm coming back to your text message. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. Tempest, call me off guard. He actually texted me and wanted to talk to me. And I literally never returned his text because I know he was asking me for money because the last time I talked to him, he was asking me for $25,000. Somebody had started another radio station. Don't even make no sense, Jerry. But you got to do what you got to do. Anywho, back to it. She caught me off guard with that. Universities are going to die. This is where this gets important. Now, in fairness, I've been looking at this for a while. So I've kind of got an advantage here, not because I'm smart, just because I'm literally in the industry that's disrupting universities. <clears throat> i got to explain. This is where I educate. Let me just get to the education. Public schools are absolutely going to probably go away. I know that was hard. I know that was hard. I know that was hard. Just, just, just keep, just keep with me for a second. I'll give you some education. <clears throat> I'm not really worried about 
what's going to happen in the future more than I'm worried about how we're going to react to what's going to happen in the future. Those are two different things. What's going to happen in the future? Eh. How we're going to react to it? I'm very worried about because I'm looking at our reaction now. Walk with me. The way we're reacting to job loss now. Half these job losses is really because of automation. You can say down the economy all you want to. You can get on a podium with a presidential seal and, te- and tell me you bring it back mining jobs all you want to. There's just no mining jobs left to fill. It's just not. <laughs> it just doesn't exist that way no more. No one, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, especially when I can send a robot in there to, you know, carry much more for much less. Because there's no mining jobs left to fill. The jobs we keep creating are jobs that autom- automation is taking away. So what do we do to look good? <clears throat> we say, well, Jerry, let's get some minimum wage jobs and get some salespeople. Salespeople, sales position as you know it, is going to die. Sales the sales industry won't die because somebody has to sell the technology. But sales as you know it is already dead. For instance, you can be a good salesperson right now for the ATF company. Please know sales funnels is a problem for you. Luckily here, they work hand-in-hand together. Sales funnels, human. But if I was like some companies, I wouldn't have a human force. It would just be sales phones. I'm not like that, and I don't want to be like that because I'm building for something different. But you should know that sales industry is going to die. That's just the way it is. Excuse me. The sales industry is going to change as you know it, but it won't die because salespeople are always going to figure out how to sell the thing that that just came up. That's why Jerry knows about computers. Oh, computers, let me adjust real quick and sell these things, right? <laughs> be virtual reality. He'll be looking up that stuff. Son, you like the virtual reality? Okay, let me sell that. He's probably, Jerry's probably doing his son like I do my son and looking at what they like and figuring out how can I sell what they like, right? <laughs> it's probably what he's doing because I know I'm doing that. Essentially, this is why the problem. The more automation messes up, jobs, which it really isn't messing up jobs. The whole point of automation is to make human life easier. But the more this happens, is the more we get these things. I'm watching it. Authoritarianism. I actually wrote them down. Race divide, wealth divide, etc. I got my hand up. Mind if I talk? Okay, thank you. I got my hand up first. Kiosk have replaced more jobs than immigration. But we're not building a wall around kiosk. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so I'm looking at our reaction <laughs> to what we're doing and that whole blame game thing, yeah, that's that's uh <laughs> that's too real. Now let me tell you about schools. <clears throat> schools in my opinion, nah, in my opinion, I am telling you now, schools are about 99% irrelevant. This has already happened. I went back and looked in history. <clears throat> Let me give you some knowledge real quick. Cuneiform. 
widely accepted as the first written language. I can't think of any school of thought that would say opposite. This is completely somatic, somatic people. This is this is Mesopotamia between two rivers. This where the world started. I can't think of any school of thought that says cuneiform is not the first written language. But either, and that's 3200 BC by conservative aging. Now, if you're an ancient astronaut theorist, then you know maybe it's. Maybe it's a little more than that. If you watch History Channel or Ancient Aliens or something like that, a guy on TV, you know what I'm talking about, okay? <clears throat> something more than that. Check this out. But universal literacy didn't happen until about 200 years ago, and I'm really being nice on this. About 85% of the world is literate now. About 99% of America's literate, uh, let's say 90%, 95% is literate. Please hear this. Cuneiform, Carol, 3200, 3200 BC, okay? 200 years ago, we just start reading at a worldwide level, literacy. That means we were writing 5,000 years before we cared if people learned to read it. That's mind-blowing. That is mind-blowing. Do you understand? We were writing 5,000 years before we cared if Antonio could read it. That means we never had an emphasis on schooling. Never. Ever, ever. It's never been about schooling in the world. It's never. It's the truth. So what happened? I'll break it down what happened to you. Essentially, in fact, I'll tell you what I got written down here because I made sure I read it, but I got written down here. It's sitting right here. In fact, we can read it together. Allow me a second. I'll show you my notes. I'll share it to you on the screen. I'm going to highlight it for you. Where is that? Boom. We'll read it together. But I want you to see, I wrote this stuff last night, just right here. But we made it that way. And the information age is dissolving the guilds that we developed during the dark ages, 1500 to 1500, that we now call universities, I'll explain. The invention of the printing press and the Protestant Reformation made these things, made school possible. Allow me to explain. Now, give me a little fairness here, because right now I'm definitely talking about Western schooling. <clears throat> there was most certainly Eastern schools, but allow me this Western thing. The printing press, <clears throat> and I forget that guy named Johan something, whatever. And then the Protestant Reformation, which pretty much is, I guess you can say it's when Martin Luther got upset, wrote down 31 Thesis, nailed it to a church wall, October 31st, 1517, okay? You can, maybe you can start it there. It was a, uh, how do you say it, papayas? It was a, it was a movement meant to be with inside the church, but 1521, he was basically excommunicated, which just basically means go to hell, and he didn't try to start the Lutheran church. It's literally what it means. Okay, right, let me explain. Catholicism says the way to heaven is through the church. So when you're excommunicated, 
that is basically saying you're no longer of the church. And since you can only get through heaven through the church, go to hell. It's basically what excommunication means. In fairness to my Catholic brothers and sisters, that is exactly what that means. Okay? Go to hell. Now, now that he was told to go to hell, he started church. That boom. That's just how that works. That's how that happened. This, this man did not try to do the Protestant Reformation. It just happened after a meeting, and they couldn't come to terms. Lutherism started, and then from Lutheran became became Baptist. No, Lutheran, Anglican, Baptist, Methodist were your first four denominations. Now, here's what a guild was. Jerry was making swords, and Jerry said, we're, 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 we're the potters of the potter clan, and this is my masterpiece, and I pass it to my son, and he works for me as an apprentice. This is cool. You got your masterpiece. Isaac had to then work for Jerry, but as an apprentice, and then learn his way to, I forget what it's called, it's a worker, and then from the worker, no, actually a worker to an apprentice, and then from the apprentice, Isaac has to work four or five years or something until he gets his masterpiece, and Jerry must say, that is your masterpiece, and therefore Isaac will become a master. All this is fit to make sense. A master. Then Isaac would go down the street and create his own guild and do the same thing. And in the dark ages, five to fifteen hundred, the Catholic Church went, Well, we want to do this too. We should have a guild for Catholicism. And that is how universities started, which is why some of the greatest universities in the world are sitting right in the UK and Europe. They're sitting there because guess where institutionalization started at? Europe. Which is why you don't really have too many motivational speakers coming out of Europe because to be a motivational speaker, you pretty much got to be a rebel. And it's hard to be a rebel and come from the place of institutionalization. Kind of hard to do the two at the same time. Okay? Kind of hard to do the two. So here's what happened, Grace. What happened is we went out and we started schools. Mayuri, no one cared. No one cared. Schools were not schools. Schools were for the wealthy for quite some time. And then when you finally went to school, 1800, 1900, it was the eighth grade. Why? How old are you in eighth grade, Grace, on average? Thirteen. Yeah, boy, you got these muscles. Get your butt on that farm. Shoot. Does that make sense to you? That, that'll make sense to you? Okay. Uh, Grace, you're 13. Milk that cow. Because most people, there were no metropolitan areas, as you know it. <clears throat> Not many. You know what I'm saying? you 13, you old enough to make cognitive decisions. You can get married at 16 and go to get yourself on that farm. Pretty much what happened. Eighth grade. Don't take my word. Do yourself a favor and Google the high school movement. There is a long period of 19, early 20th century history in which ninth through 12th grade was debatable. 
as a matter of fact, it was said high school should be a choice and should not be publicly funded. That sound familiar? I'm coming back to it. Eventually, high school went out. Now it became publicly funded. Guess what we're doing again? We're saying college should be a choice. Aha. Somebody saw us going the whole time. And it should not be publicly funded. And what's happening? Little by little, colleges are starting to become free, aren't they? You know why? Because Phil is and was supposed to die 20 years ago, back in 1900. Now he eats his greens. Susan gives him the beans. He's healthy. He's going to live for another 30 years. Okay, this is this is true. The Phil is going to live another 20 years. Actually, no, he's going to die like 120. So he's going to live another 40. 45 years, easily, with without a cane, because his diet is fantastic. That means Phil, assuming he was in the workplace, because Phil is completely psychological, unemployable, I wouldn't even be able to see him clocking into somebody's job. I just could not possibly imagine Phil clocking in anywhere. <laughs> assuming he had a job, now Deanna is paying all this money for college with less opportunity to get a job. And this happened. College is so irrelevant because technology is making it irrelevant. Online schooling is making it irrelevant. The ATS Business University is making it irrelevant. The opportunity to have jobs is making it irrelevant. Everything about college is making it irrelevant. And I said all of that to say this here. You're back in New York in a 13-year period to where horses are getting ready to be replaced by cars. And the whole world is saying those cars are just a fad. It took 13 years to prove the whole world wrong. Imagine that. And yet we still got countries in which women just got the right to drive. More than likely, you're on the wrong side of history. More than likely. More than likely, you are on the wrong side of history. I don't plan on being on the wrong side of history. Do you understand me, Shaker? This ain't got nothing to me doing being young. This is why I like history so much. Because all I got to do is look at stupid stuff that we did and see we still doing it. Okay. What is this? 2020. Let's go. Let's go 20 years. Let's go 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Let's see if let's see if America has changed in 20 years. 20 years ago, there was a Republican in office. There was a huge racial divide. Uh, jobs were being lost, and the country was most divided it's ever been, and the wealth gap was large. That sounded like I described 2020, didn't I? Now, I'm not saying anything about Republicans. I'm just telling you, here we go again. You understand what I'm saying? It's the same thing. Over and over and over, we are not learning. But you know who is learning? People in technological fields. 
Now, here's something I will say I probably shouldn't say, but y'all know I'm going to say it anyway. Politicians are useless, absolutely useless, because politicians don't fix things. Their job is not to fix things. Who fixes things? If your computer breaks, do you want a technician or a politician? If you need medicine, do you want a technician or a politician? If you want to teach your child mathematics, do you want a technician or a politician? Politicians don't fix anything. Only technicians. If I were y'all, I would see all the technicians technically teching things and follow that because technology has driven education to change for as long as we have been alive. It's not that education is getting old. It's just that technology is forcing it to change. The Industrial Revolution, all of you know, said this is why the high school movement won. The high school movement did not win because people said, you know what, we should totally educate our children. That's not what happened. It was money as money always happened. It's always money. Antonio, what changed the world? Money. What ruined the world? Money. (laughs) What's going to fix the world? Money. It's it's always going to be money. Here's what happened. They said, well, I'll tell you what, they're going to stop at eighth grade. I need you to send them to secondary school so they can learn how to do this technical stuff they'll be doing because I need to put them in this factory. They don't know how to do that. And that's what made colleges and, and high school relevant. Here's the deal. My whole focus is the future. I'm telling you this because two reasons, I said I want to focus on automation, I want to focus on education. Two reasons, two reasons only, the reason I'm telling you this. I even told your friend I was going to do three things at one time, and I was going to do three things parallel because I need to tell you these two things. Thing number one, most importantly, you need to take advantage of me while you can. Did I, did I make that clear? Because you should. You absolutely should. Because if we can, how can the world, have y'all not seen what happened in the last 12 weeks to the world because of a plague? Look at the job loss after 12 weeks. Name me one government that has handled it well. I'll wait. Name me any part of the world that is run by capitalism, not saying that's wrong with capitalism in this case, that can handle the job loss that we have had. There's another play coming. It's called automation. And truth, it's not even a plague. The only reason it's a plague is because automation, the way we have it, excuse me, capitalism, the way we have it, technology is an enemy of capitalism if you're not wealthy. If you are wealthy, it's not an enemy. But if you're not, it is an enemy. It's the way capitalism is set up. I'm not saying that's wrong, but capitalism is set up to where the wealthy 
well, excuse me, let me say to where technology automation will mess it up. But how many of you, nobody listening to me thinks that we're not going to keep automating things. How many of you were like me when text messages first came out and you hated it? I couldn't stand it. I could, got dogged. My thumbs was hurting, Jerry. All this damn A, no, A, A, A. Okay, see, got dogged. I skipped it. A, A, A. Dog, it's lowercase. Okay. A, 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 A. All right, capital A. Y'all remember that? I hated it. And I would talk just like Grace. Man, don't text me, man. Call me. Call me. Now it's the opposite. Whoa, why did you call me? Oh my God, you should have texted me. It's, it's, <laughs> it took 13 years to make people like me <laughs> say, wait a minute, sir. Did, was this not was this call not textable? Think about that. And I'm stubborn. I got the same haircut from 14. Same facial hair from 14. I still got shoes from freshman year. I am stubborn. I got the same basketball team that I had. It's like once I hit 14, I just decided I'm not changing no more. I just some of the stuff I'm not changing. I brush my teeth the same way every morning, same way, left side, right side, bottom, top, check, left side, right side, bottom, top, huh, why is it bleeding down there? I need to get some Listerine to make sure that don't happen. Fix that. Left side, right side. Bottom, top, rinse my mouth out, tongue, look at the toothbrush. Man, I got to start washing this toothbrush better. And I never wash it better. I've been doing that probably since six years, so I'm not sure. I just refuse to change. I'm not the only one. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Literally, this happens every single time. Does history repeat itself because we choose not to learn? Of course it does. But also history repeats itself because time isn't as linear as you think it is. That's a whole different conversation. We are creatures of habit. That's a whole different conversation. Time does not work the way you think it is. Y'all need to use me as much as you possibly can. If I were you, I would use me, Business University, for your own selfish reasons, Rekaza, for your own selfish reasons, to get enough cash flow so automation ain't got nothing to do with you. As a person of color, or I, I should say BIPOC, you know what that means? Black indigenous person of color. I better get behind technology because I'm the first one to lose my job if I don't. That's me. As a 50-year-old, you should probably get behind technology because you're going to lose your job if you don't, or they're just not going to let you get a job, right, this period. But the way to get behind technology is not, it's not to be a supporter of it. It's to own it. Well, I'm that guy. I'm always going to tell Sugar you need to own it. I'm never going to say, but I, I'm not the 
is what's that guy name that teaches you how to be debt free? What's his name? You got some of his books, Grace. What's his name? Dave, Dan. Uh, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is super right. I don't follow none of his philosophies because I'm not trying to be middle class. To be debt free is to be middle class. Oh, that's pushing against your understanding. I would never pay off my debt. That makes no sense. I would never pay off my house early. No. Why would I do that? Why would I destroy my money so the bank can use me as their labor force? No. Would never do that. What I would do is take the desire to pay off my house early, Steve, then go buy an apartment and have those people pay off my mortgage. I wouldn't pay off my mortgage. I'm not telling you Dave Ramsey's wrong. He's right. I don't know who you should follow. But if you're trying to be a hundred billionaire, I'm your man. But I ain't got no other go. Use me as much as possible. Automation is coming. Your and the second thing, whatever your job is or whatever your industry is, it's probably gonna be dead in ten years. Sorry. I told you I was going to do up front. I said I was going to do three things. I said I was going to educate you. I I did. Oh, sorry. I said I was going to educate you. I said I was going to help you. What did I say? Educate you. I was going to hold my meeting, and I was going to hold you accountable is what I said. I'm going to do them in parallel, and I'm going to do them at the same time. Here's the holding V of accountability. Sorry. Your public speaking career or professional speaking career is probably going to be dead as you know it. So you might want to listen to Phil and Susan and, and do it a new way. By the way, Grace, go ahead and put out their number so they can go get I, I can't help myself. You know, I'm such a salesperson. Can you tell them about Phil and Susan's coaching package? Coming? Uh, like you at the end of the Bureau of Dominant Speakers classes? Okay, yes. There you go. <laughs> If you, I want to put it in chat, hold on. If you would like to inquire about Phil and Susan's coaching services, coach, uh, consulting and coaching services, please text Phil and Susan at 614-736-6990. There you go. Can't help myself. Unshameless plug. Now, you should absolutely find yourself Adjusting. I am. You should be. If you don't know how to adjust, by raising of mental hands, don't actually raise your hand. Mentally raise your hand and ask yourself, do I have a bona fide written down 25-year plan for the automation that is to come? Mentally raise your hand. And then ask, if you don't have your bona fide 25 year plan raise your hand mentally raise your hand if you don't everybody's raising their hand mentally 
So if that's your case, option number one, use me for as much cash flow as possible. Option number two, take that cash flow and then fix your company as fast as possible. Because everyone write this down, money is speed, nothing else. It's the only thing money is. Money does not exist. In 1930, the whole world that was not just the West, that was not just America that went through the Great Depression, the whole world did. Where did that money go? It disappeared because money is a made-up concept. It's something that we made up. And even when we were on a gold standard, we still had more money in print than the gold that was. And it's the reason why the Federal Reserve, not Federal Reserve, FDIC only insured up to $100,000 of your money. Listen, money doesn't exist, but cash flow certainly does. Money is only speed. Use my vehicle, get as much cash flow, and then this is what you do. Take that cash flow and look at your company and say, ooh, I need to buy somebody to fix that. That's the end of my meeting. Here's how this is applicable to the ATS people making of the phone calls. Make, 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 make. Here's how this works for you, Deanna. Funnel, 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 funnel. And then Jerry, 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 Jerry. And Phil and Susan, Phil, Phil, Susan, Susan, Susan. You just do that. Do nothing else. And then find a way to make sure take advantage. Because I am clearly, and I'm not saying this from a braggadocious standpoint, but I'm way ahead. We ain't even talking about money. It's just way ahead. I'm just that far ahead because I'm playing chess. I'm not playing checkers. Actually, I'm not even playing at this point. At this point, I'm at battle. They're still in the board games. I'm dropping. I'm not even dropping. They're, they go going to war with me with sticks and stones and bullets. I got planetary weapons wiping out a whole planet. I got the Death Star. They got nukes. That's why I'm at. Because I'm ready. Why am I ready? Because I'm smart? No. Because I am a person of color that is trying to fight for not survival, but striving. And I understand that there's some stuff that I have to do differently. And those things that make me do it differently make me come off like a great businessman genius. If I, and I will say this, and I would say this publicly on CNN, if I was white or come from something, I would not be this smart. That's not to say white or come from something is not smart. I'm just telling you at no point would I not think. My circumstances made me think. Therefore, I'm far ahead. 
because I wasn't supposed to make it, sugar. I'm not a statistic. I'm not someone who should have been a statistic. I shouldn't even exist. Now tell the truth. I'm dead. You're, you're far I, ahead. Go ahead. Because you're a gamer. That's why you're far ahead. Oh, I'm a gamer, con man, all that. Yeah, I'm selling bridges in Brooklyn, all that stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Come on, you want to get on camera? You're running every time I say you want to get on camera. I'm trying to do all that stuff. I am a social engineer with correct motives. How I pulled that off, I don't know. But that's what I am. That's what I am. Use me. Please know that your industry is out of business already. If you're in, if, if you're in consulting, someone is going to figure out how to automate consulting. You better do it first. If you're in therapy, someone's going to figure out how to automate therapy. You better do it first. Gaming did not get stopped by COVID. It didn't. Like the, the one industry that I saw continue to move. It's incredible. It's anything. It got new fans. <laughs> because everybody was at home. Everybody was at home. <laughs> Mobile games to actual gaming. I can't even change my name online after. I'm such a big gamer, right? I'm such. Come on, come on. Let me show him how. Come on, let me show. Let me show. Hey, there you go. Look, you see him? There you go. They waving at you. You finally got on camera. There you go. All right. (laughs) That is exactly what y'all should be doing. I had to grab her that time and put her on camera. She didn't. You know, she ran every time I said that. Let me grab her. Her birthday's in a week, so she's been acting on you. Food. A whole food just everywhere. Her birthday's in a week. She is grown. Nevertheless, everybody, take advantage of me. Make that happen. Please know, let me hold yourself accountable. I'm done in 60 seconds. Your business is probably out of business in 10 years. Has nothing to do with your leadership. Has everything to do with your industry probably won't exist anymore. This isn't a failure of you. Your industry is probably supporting the horses. I just said something. There were a lot of industry supporting horses. Don't be one of those. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better. You can dominate. All right, everybody. See you for 11-ish for the call. Stay out of trouble. Love you more, everybody. Thank you.